must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. All right. Real Church Matters. We talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. And I'm here with... Earl Spicer. Eric the Spicer. The Spicers. The Spicer brother and sisters. How are you guys? Doing good. You doing good? <laughs> Why y'all, y'all keep saying it all together too? It's weird. All right, uh, before we get started, housekeeping. Realchurchmatters.com is the website. It has all of the uh, the podcasts. Hey, guys, I just did one with Charity. Shout out to Charity. Uh, come on, you guys didn't hear that one. So if you're listening to this one and you didn't hear the last one, I can. Uh, it, the, the listens weren't where it needed to be. So listen to this one. Thank you for listening right now. But make sure you go back to the other one because that was a great one. Thank you, Charity. Once again, and a shout out to everybody that has been listening and sharing and talking about the stuff. Hey, you can talk about this stuff without actually saying for said this. You, it's just truth. And so once you accept it as your truth is your truth, too, because we're all sourcing from the greatest source, which is God. So just share it. Talk about the stuff. Hopefully we continue to talk about things and grow from them and yeah obedience over audience obedience over audience yes 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 thank you guys for doing this um it's always great to have you i love the fact that we get to uh fellowship and talk and our ages are so very varied i'm 40 years old you're 20 16 and when we talk and our ages never come up other than the fact that I look and remark about how amazing the conversation is. And I'm just talking to younger pe- people, younger people. Yeah. but younger doesn't always mean uh, inexperienced or, um, you know, not knowledgeable and older doesn't always mean knowledgeable yeah, wiser. <laughs> or wiser. But um, there's two things I want to talk about. And so I think I'm going to chop these up. And so we're going to do like real potent 30 minute conversations about each of these things. But the first thing is we were talking about how there's nothing like you, you set it up, you set it up because you, you were, you were, yeah, you know, you were talking about a show that you were watching that you watch that we watch. We watch. Yeah. So on the show Westworld, it's kind of a show about robots that basically, already have predicted patterns and they already have like um set lives that they're supposed to live each and every so they day. have these human-like robots that, and they created like a fake world where all of the robots are moving around and it's almost lifelike most people don't even know that these are robots yeah. until mm-hmm. later on and they said that they were able to come up with these human-like things not just because they look like humans but because they can act like humans because Humans have an algorithm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. have a certain pattern that we're going to follow, regardless <laughs> of somebody telling us we already know we're going to already do certain things and have certain outcomes. Right, and so then I went ahead and said that there's a scripture that goes with that. That uh, 
He says in Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. sun. And so I thought it would be perfect. I kind of broke out the podcast stuff impromptu, but it'd be perfect to talk about why that is the case. Why is it that um, we can say for certainty that there is a finite amount of outcomes and choices for humanity? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Other than the fact the scripture said it's nothing, nothing new under the sun. Uh, as we were talking previous, I, we all are indoctrinated to kind of think a certain way and believe that it makes us a certain per- certain type of person if we do certain things. So we have an idea of what we think a man is. We have an idea of what we think a woman is. So we're indoctrinated to try to take on certain traits, even if it may not be to that liking or to that standard. We're trying our best to take on certain traits to portray an image of what we think uh, what a man's supposed to look like or what a woman's supposed to look or like. Or different roles. And we yeah. could say that those roles are like operating systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So even as, uh, like for you, Erica, what does that mean to you to hear that, okay, there's certain outcomes. There are only but so many ways that these things can work out in a human. Well, I had said before, I think it's because this life has already been walked. And I think that since it's already been walked and we are all on the same earth for the same purpose, I think that there's going to be the same outcome either way. But what does that make y'all feel like? Because some people would be annoyed by that because they like to feel that there is a level of individuality. That they're unique. Mm -hmm. That there is unique. That there is a certain level of choice. Once you start talking about patterns, right. then you start talking less about choice and more about destiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what you're destined to do. Like when you look at bees or ants, like there's a definitive path in their life. And then you look at bees, it's just amazing. Like there's the worker bee, there's the queen bee. And these function, things function without any provocation or inclination to that I can veer off of a path but because they have no choice though but we look at them as having no choice right but do we have a choice yeah <laughs> yeah do we I because mm, even in free will when we're talking about the algorithm mm-hmm. and there being nothing new under the sun there isn't a choice even in having a choice yeah, because there's only one choice. There is only one choice. For the believer, it's right. the choice is what? Serve God. Yeah. But even if you are indifferent, every human being walks in the door with two choices. <laughs> Choose ye this day who you will serve, God or man. Or man. Right. Will you serve yourself or will you serve God? To even say a person only is kind of reduced to two choices bothers people yeah it's like i choose neither well that's not a choice (laughs) you don't get a choice to choose neither i choose me it's like yeah but choosing you is still choosing man yeah you know what i'm saying so so we get stuck in this thing of we want to feel like we have a choice but we are so pinned in to choices two distinct choices that you can create an algorithm to play out humanity. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that matters is because I was telling you that if you talk to one 20 year old, you've talked to all of them. People don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> they like, you know, I'm me, I'm different. 
Yeah. I ain't like no other 20-year-old. come out, but if you get that 20-year-old to be honest with yourself, you're like, yeah, I was there too. Yeah. I was in the same exact situation. I thought those same exact thoughts and had that same mentality. Yeah. But you got to get to them. You got to get them to actually be honest instead of trying to let them throw a whole bunch of stuff at you. But, you. but you know, that's the cool part is once you understand it, there is an algorithm. There is yeah. a pattern to man. Yeah. The pattern of this world, the scripture that goes along with this, this talks about the patterns of this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those patterns are predictable. Yeah. And because of that predictability of man, when I say man, I'm talking about humanity. So we're not excluding women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but because there is a pattern to this world, we are predictable. Yeah. And yeah. because of that predictability, it really does make talking with people very easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you already know what they're going to say yeah. before they say. We know it. We know it. It helped me learn to deal with me because mm-hmm. I kept thinking, "Force, you're just so rash and irrational and spontaneous." <laughs> and it's like, "No, you're not spontaneous. You're not irrational." You the same thing. There is yeah, a rationale to what you're doing, and that's what patterns do. Mm-hmm. Patterns create rationale. We able to understand people, and I yeah. think also. Um, with that predictability that we all have, it's like we'll try to throw certain things to make it seem like to spice it up. But we're just taking on stuff that we've seen other yeah. people do. Exactly, and a lot of times we don't catch the pattern because we're not looking at all the numbers. Yeah, I mm. noticed that when I was younger, I used to like almost try to build up my case, like make it seem like you know, I'm I'm right, like I'm okay, I'm perfect how I am. You know, I'm not as bad as everybody else. Right. But it's just like. No, it's still something, you, you know, else there. I lo- yeah, uh, yeah. I love that you brought that up because it's one of the biggest things with Christians is that there's this constant need to be perceived mm-hmm. as not human. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but there's a level of, there's a pattern of predictability to humanity that we're contending against to be Christian. Yeah. In being Christian, we are taking away one pattern and patterning ourselves after a new pattern. Right. And I said pattern oh. to me is ours. <laughs> what is it what they said? And what else they said? It was like the robots are getting off their script. Yeah. So, so that's the interesting thing about it. It's like the, the, the whole thing about that to show is that the, the robots are rebelling. Yeah. Because they've been programmed for something, but they're reprogramming themselves and it's the hardest thing ever because they'll be having flashbacks and they'll act so irrational sometimes right but irration that's where, where we was talking about you you think that something is off of the pattern because you don't see the whole pattern yeah. yeah so the thing about reprogramming program goes with pattern mm-hmm. so this robot is still a robot and that's the the thing that the robot is having the thing to deal with is yeah. because yeah. as He's much as human. he wants to be human and feelings make a person feel human. And this, these feelings are making this robot feel human, but you're not human. Nope. Because at the end of the day, you still need to be programmed. Because the biggest takeaway I get from that show is that humans are programmed. Yep. Everything, yeah. <laughs> everything's and that programmed. That was the craziest part, which was like, in the, I don't want to spoil it, was nobody watching. But, yeah, <laughs> but at, the, at one of the points, it was like everybody in the uh, show every human 
the the guy, whoever it was, the leader of like the whole world at the time, he kind of developed something to where he could figure out the outcome of every single human. Right. He knew where it all led to. Right. He knew where. But we can figure out the outcome. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He said the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. pattern to this world. Every time people are saying, no, nah, I'm pretty much doing a lot of sin and uh, it's a lot of wages coming and there's not much death. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you don't understand what that scripture means. Yeah, that's what you think. It could be death think. to a lot of things. It's be, it's, yeah. it, it, the ultimate thing is this, it's a death that has little to do with this earth. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, eternal, your eternal death is just hit different. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that any of us have experienced. And you won't experience because God isn't on, God isn't on this pattern. Yeah. He isn't on the pattern of, I, I am trying to, I'm going to punish them in this world because I want them to focus on this world. Everything that God is doing is for the next world because he cares about that world. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. God isn't concerned about punishing you here because he doesn't even want you to have your mind and stuff focused on here. He wants you to be focused on there. Yeah. So everything that he's doing is Going to be on the other side. Yeah. So the wages of sin is death. And a lot of times people look at the hard things that happen in their life and they say, this is the wages of sin. No. <laughs> That's the hard labor of, of your world. of this world. Yeah. That's the pattern of this world. Those are the things that come along with that pattern. But that ain't the wage. Yeah. And yeah. I think when people, when they don't look at that, predictability of this world and the patterns it's just like okay so now what are you going to look at now what are you what are you really going to see the wages of sin are but that's the thing is like especially with young people there's such a youthful ignorance it's like we always think and people envy that they do in some ways but they think that because it's a pattern it can be hacked yeah so everything's always i see the pattern that y'all talking about but it won't be me yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, I used yeah. to say that. Yeah, it's like, it won't be me. But they don't understand, like, the elements of this world are catered to a certain programming that you were born with. You're hardwired with this pattern. Like, you're programmed for this world. You have to be reprogrammed. But people want to actually operate with the same programming. They want to mm-hmm. operate new without a new operating system. Mm-hmm. You got to replace it with something. You got to replace it. And I don't even know what the robots in the show replaced it with. (laughs) But they replaced it with something. They replaced it with what they they desire from their memories and experiences and all that stuff. They just knew that they were in a box and wanted to be free from that box, not knowing that you can be free from one box and And still be inside another. Like literally still inside another. Like breaking out of the container that you were in, but realizing it's just a bigger container. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what young people do all the time. All they see is the container of their house mm-hmm. and their parents. I, can't I, wait can't, to get up. I cannot <laughs> wait to break out of this container of parenthood and everything that they want to tell me. And only for them to break out and realize they're in a whole nother container. It's so much bigger. And it's much harder. It's just so. bigger. It's just harder to break out of. Yeah. It's, it's all of these crazy things. Like I literally was just talking with my other nieces and nephews about terrain and the harsh terrain of life and to put it in context 
you have the desert, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Desert is harsh. People still live there, but not a lot of people because it's not for the no, faint of heart. You got to be built everybody. different. Yeah, it's not for everybody. But you can survive it, but you got to know the terrain. Mm-hmm. So I asked my nieces and nephews, I said, what harsh terrain do we deal with? And they was like, well, we don't have any sand here. We don't have desert. We have nice weather. So none. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we just have different terrain. Yeah. So what do we navigate? We navigate racism. Yeah. Right? Right, right. We navigate capitalism. <laughs> right? Yeah. You think being in a desert is hard? Look in your bank account. Let it be a desert. <laughs> when you live in it probably a probably is a desert. <laughs> right. But when you live in a country that revolves around money and you don't have little right. to none of it. Yeah. That's harsh terrain. Or knowledge. How you gonna survive? How you gonna survive? These are things. These are realities, right? Yeah. So let's take that a step further. When we know the patterns of this world, we know those are hard things to navigate. Temptation. You know what I'm saying? Those things are that are naturally our bodies are naturally programmed to gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. How do we navigate that when we are dealing with a, a God that says we're supposed to reject? what we are naturally drawn to. Yeah. How can you repel what you are magnetically attracted to? Mm-hmm. You got to change your polarity. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we getting real Bill, Bill not well, a science guy here. But like, <laughs> even you, even not, not only temptation, but your expectation of what you're supposed to be. Oh, man, I love when you run. <laughs> man, <laughs> there we go. Real church. <laughs> but, but the reality is, is that that is the case. Yeah. Your expectation is connected to your programming. Mm-hmm. You're expecting certain things. Yeah. How do I know this? When you cut on a, a, a laptop, you press the power button. You're pressing the button that says what it does. So when you press that button, your expectation is what happens. Turn turn on. On. Bung. <laughs> you should hear it turn on. If you press it once and you don't hear that bung, what you think then? Something's wrong with this approach. Something's wrong. Irritated instantly. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Programming creates expectation. So what happens when I'm not programmed correctly? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What happens when I the world presses a button and I don't respond how they want to? They're useless now. You're not prepared. They think you're broken, but you're not broken. You just reprogrammed. Yeah. Yeah. But to the world, we always gonna seem broken. We always gonna seem like we're not working. Because we're not no longer being pressed. What's you? You don't know what's going to happen when people who used to know how to push your buttons can't push them no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It happens to me all the time. I love it. People <laughs> think that they know me, so they they press certain buttons and they don't get the response no more. Bring up certain stuff. I know you pressing that button. That button don't mean the same thing no more. It's been reprogrammed. So yeah. would you say you numb to it almost? No. No numb, reprogrammed. Yeah, okay. And, and here's the thing about reprogramming is different than numb. Because numb is to say I'm dead to something. Mm-hmm. I still feel the press. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Real church. I still matters. feel the press, bro. But the reality is I am not moved, moved by it. Uh-huh. Because that doesn't, I'm not programmed that way no more. Right. I'm just not. I'm, I'm free enough to... To understand what that programming is. But then we got to talk about what is reprogramming. Right. Right? Yeah. 
What does it mean? What do you think it means? You know what it means as a robot or a computer device to be reprogrammed, right? Right. What does it mean? What does it well, mean to be reprogrammed? I would say that it takes for somebody to go into the system and change the makeup of what it's made out of. It's like change the codes, create another, a whole new code. Um, a whole new set of responses. Yeah. What do I move by now? Yeah, different inputs, what, different outputs. Yes. Yeah. Different inputs, different outputs. All co- Hey, computer guys out there, they'll tell you. People get so overwhelmed with technology when it really is all inputs and outputs. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's simple. It's really simple. It's really simple. Anybody can make a computer for That's that reason. That's what I used to be when I was, oh, this is off topic. But it used to no, be like no, that no. when I was trying to understand stocks and uh, Bitcoin and all that mess. Before mm-hmm. I started investing in stocks, I was like, yo, this is so confusing. Like, I'm getting so irritated. Right. What am I supposed to do? And I just watched a video in 10 minutes doing explain. I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> so so oh. there, they, that's another form of programming. Is to you weren't you didn't understand it yeah. how it worked. The minute you did, you were able to now do it. That's programming. Right. right. Perfect example of that, and I I know people get tired of me bringing up the Matrix, but one of the cool things in the Matrix is when uh, Neo just jacked in and they taught him how to fly a helicopter, right. or they taught him how to uh, do karate. Once you know something. It's like it's being downloaded to you. It's like being reprogrammed. You were reprogrammed just by learning that. Right. So how do we get reprogrammed as Christians then? Right. I would say. When we learn how to do. Yeah. Right. I would say. Yeah. Right. The word. I think the word. Well, the word. I know the word has helped me kind of change my ways and change how I walk only because I'm doing real church only because I'm acting on it (laughs) literally the word is the software that reprograms us but when you don't understand how to do that you know what I'm saying you don't know what to do with the word literally you need to approach the word like you approach bitcoins, and <laughs> but you, you don't gotta, though. You gotta, you gotta research it. You gotta. Re- well, you, you you really wanted to know. Yeah. You sought it out. Yeah. Finders keepers. <laughs> gotta remember that finders keepers, bro. If you f- are seeking it, you gonna, you're gonna find it. it, and whoever finds it keeps right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's why the Bible tells you to seek s- the kingdom of God. Right, but you got. I mean, I'm adding to the scripture now, but I think it'd be helpful. We'll put this in the arrow edition of the Bible. <laughs> seek ye first the kingdom of heaven seek it like you do crypto and stocks <laughs> because you sought that out right. you wanted to know about it I hear all this stuff about money people making Yeah, I mean read up about it I want the output yeah. so I gotta get the input uh-huh. right how come when it comes to the word we not like that but that's the same thing you're supposed to be gaining understanding so you can understand Thank once you, you understand you can operate in it yeah can't operate in what you don't understand. How many times have our parents told us to say do something? We said okay, and we didn't really understand what it meant. Oh wow, we were doing. <laughs> As a kid, it doesn't matter my definition of a clean room. I should have been asking my mom. How do I clean this room? What's your definition? What's your definition? Yeah. And sometimes they might respond because they think you're being smart, Alec. It's just the name of the game. But they might respond. You know what I mean by clean. Everybody know what clean mean, but the honest, the honest opinion, the honest reality of that is no, we don't. 
<laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't. You'll look at a room and be like, oh, okay, this is clean. It's clean to you. Right. Your parent will walk in there and be like, you ain't dust. It's dust on top of the ceiling fan. <laughs> You're like, dust the ceiling fan? What are we doing? The degree of clean has to be the same. We all have to have an understanding. If like we don't understand, then the, the expectation is going to be off. Literally, the degree of clean has to be the same. I've literally been the t- kid that walk to my mom and say, the room's clean. Come inspect it. She like, if I go up there and inspect it, it better be clean. It's clean. And I'm really mean that it's clean. Yeah. Because in your mind, your, your degree, what you think is clean. Yeah. <laughs> you like, yeah, that's straight. But it ain't clean. Tell a kid, did you wash up? Yes. They bird bath the mess out of their body. <laughs> that ain't no thorough they cleaning. The they just hit the surface. They ain't clean none of the all the good parts that need to get clean. Yeah. Face still looking ashy and crusty. We have to get understanding. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what it means. We just was talking about modesty mm-hmm. and being chaste. And uncle came with his own definition. I'm I'm not being contrary. And just difficult, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Erica's like, dang, he always come with a new, another <laughs> definition to sound. I thought it was, no, modesty and chastity is not in what you wear. It is who you are. Yeah. yeah, It is your mindset. But that means something. And that's not up to me to articulate to Erica. That's up for her to seek, find, keep. Mm. Seek, find, <laughs> keep. Right? Right. That ain't what's a man, right? That's what I said. What's that the idea of a man? Yeah, that ain't up to me to tell you. That's up to you to seek, find, and keep. Because if you seek it like you did that crypto and stock, you're gonna find the answer. And if you really wanted to find it, you're gonna keep it. Yeah. But that's because there's different definitions because of the patterns of this world. There's different definitions of what the a man algorithm is. is a mess. Yeah. yeah. But all the patterns that they talking about lead to the same thing. That's mm-hmm. why it's very predictable. Yeah. Then you sit with a guy, Erica, it's going to happen. There's going to be tons of guys. They're going to say, good morning, my love. Uh, hope you have a good day. <laughs> How was your day? You might get four or five of those texts all at the same time. All these guys vying. Every day. <laughs> every day vying for your attention. Take that from... Somebody that's probably still sending out good morning love. Nah, I don't do that. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you talking about. I don't do none of that. <laughs> and for somebody who used to send it to me. For somebody oh, who has g- given up on all good morning, my loves. Right? So the reality is, is that there's going to be a ton of people vying for your attention. But don't fool yourself. They are all on the same mission. They all follow the same exact All with the same outcome too All with the same outcome Because there's only two outcomes This person is either seeking you or they seeking God Yeah And since God don't look like you They seeking who? You If God don't look like you He don't look like you Yeah God is not Erica (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so when you know that someone is seeking you Keep that in perspective That's all I'm saying Right, yeah even when the, this person you just seeking you might become the person that you want to seek you mm-hmm. and might become the person that you marry. You got to be just understanding that this person seeking me is not what's best for me. Yeah. This person seeking God is what's best for him and what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they, he seeks me greater than he seeks God, 
he's following the pattern of this world. Yeah. And in the pattern of this world, it is very predictable, the outcome. Yeah. What do you think the outcome is? Uh-huh. It's a quite a few of them, but it's all been under the sun before. Mm-hmm. Nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing yeah. new. It's nothing new. They like, oh, my marriage won't end in divorce. Eh, but it's a lot of other outcomes, and I can list them all because it's nothing new yeah. under the sun. But would you say that's what happens, like with um, a lot of you know, like generational curses, I guess, and generational cycles? Do you think that's that goes along with the patterns of this world, and that it never gets broken because of that? Let's rock out with this right now. Let's say this, if I've never said it on here, I hate church vernacular. So I I hate, I need to have one of the, I know, I know. And that's the thing about people saying things. Yeah. We pick up the language more than we pick up the lifestyle. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Real church matters. We pick up a language. We, We end up having this lexicon of Christianity more than we have a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So we say things like generational curses, but that's just a, a fancy theological seminarial professor term for <laughs> patterns of this world. Yeah. Instead of talking Plain about breaking simple. generational curses, let's talk about breaking patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. And the things that are not just exclusive to your family. Yeah. That's the goofiness of it. <laughs> yeah, my family is a lot of lying. Uh in humanity, it's a lot of lying. My family, are my heavy family drinkers. is heavy drinkers. <laughs> my family had a lot of molestation. No, what your family had is a lot of people operating in lust mm-hmm. that propagates itself in many different ways. But it's not exclusive to your family. True story. <laughs> What's exclusive to your family is not exclusive. It's exclusive only to the family of humanity. <laughs> and I, we not talk about generational curses now We talk about the patterns of this world And how right. do we break those You break a pattern by building a new one yeah. You break a program by reprogramming mm-hmm. You have to choose one way yeah. People just want to get out of programming But stay in the program Yeah, Ain't that crazy mm-hmm. you know, I think that's when you told me He's telling me about like uh, People that are kind of stand in the middle road and we was talking to you it's like oh i don't want to go to college oh no i don't want to do that either and i'm like you gotta choose something what do you want to do all they know is what they don't want to do yeah. mm-hmm. it's the young poop peep person blues that's what i call it <laughs> i got the blues it's just young people blues yeah they don't know what they want to do. don't know not what they can know only thing they sure about is what they sure they don't want to do yeah mm. I don't want a woman like this. I don't want a woman like that. I don't want a man like this. I don't want a man like that. I don't want me like that. I don't want to ever be fat like that. I don't want to ever be broke like that. Okay, so what are you going to do for a living? I don't know, but I know I don't want to work a nine to five. What do you want to work then? Six to eight? (laughs) What do you want to do? Because you got to work. You got to work. But that's the crazy thing. All of those don'ts, those are all outputs. Those are all outcomes. All that, outputs. Ooh. That you see. Real, 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 real. <laughs> They're all outputs. I can't hear no more. I know you can't hear because we don't have the headphones. Oh. Stop pulling the curtain back. <laughs> My bad. This is very impromptu. No headphone style. So we don't even know if the levels are balanced right now, but no, we no, just hoping they are. <laughs> I'm going off of eyes. Like, I'm, I'm going off of. Uh, Can you adjust that at the end? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
No, it's it's cool. It's all, all right. it's all being compressed and stuff. A right. uh, shout out to everybody to give. Shout y'all helped me to get very very nice um, equipment. Outputs. You're talking about outputs. <laughs> outputs. Yeah, outputs. So, so outputs. Yes, Erica. Outputs. Everybody's so focused on the output, they're not focusing on the input. And the mm-hmm. input deri- uh, greatly influences the output. Yeah. yeah. And so if you put in the wrong thing in, the wrong thing is going to come out. Yeah. You can't source it. I said it one time in a podcast. I'll say it again because it was so cool. But one of the biggest things about um, diabetes is that it takes the liver or the kidneys a harder amount of time to process things. And so you have to put things that it takes less work to do so it can put less stress on your kidneys. Mm. Over time, they start to break down because we give it such hard things to break down. Uh, So when we start drinking water and we start eating vegetables, these are things that are natural for the body to break down more than the high fructose corn syrup. Honey buns. Honey buns and highly processed stuff. The more it has to work, the harder it has to work. And you're trying to suss good from bad. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. even when you get some good out the bad, it took so much work that you've exhausted the system. Yeah. That's crazy. So when you put in good, you don't have to work to find good. Yeah. So when you stop trying to get good out of the world, this is how people break down. Mm -hmm. Mental breakdowns come from people trying to source good out of bad. Yeah, sourcing good out of bad relationships. I'm so exhausted by this man. I hate this one. <laughs> You're trying to source good out of bad. Yeah, I had a friend. He was asking me about you know like uh, the gym and stuff, and I was telling him I was like, "You're trying to do too many things and get an outcome of something you're not going to do." I'm like, "It's certain things you're going to have to, you're going to have to gain some discipline in certain areas to get the outcome of what you want." Yes, yeah. and that's the biggest problem is we're trying to take it all like we want it all. So we're trying to have every single everything. part, everything, yeah, and do everything. still get the same outcome. Get the same want. outcome. Yeah. None of the heartache yeah. on either side, or none of the hard work. None of the hard work. Yeah. So you got people that will hopscotch. They jump from secular to religious based on where the least amount of work is. Yeah. Yeah. So they jump into God until it's like, oh, God wants you to work. <laughs> Back over in the secular. <laughs> uh, oh, no, it's got hard over here. And they just keep hopscotching. Yeah. So they come to church for a good couple seasons, jump out. Mm-hmm. You know, I got yeah. the man I wanted. Everything feel good right now. Everything's moving how I want. I realize there's people in my life, they only reach out to me when it's bad. Because the only time they want the word is when it's bad. Mm-hmm. When they sick in their body, when they sick of their people in their life when they sick of themselves, once they start feeling better, I ask them how they doing. I'm great. No, you just feel great, but you still program to a pattern that will yield the same thing over and over. Yeah. yeah. And do you care? No. Cause as long as I feel good, <laughs> I don't care. And we try to teach young people that that's not the way to live life. No. Yeah. You cannot operate life like a metal detector where all you doing is moving it to where you see you, you get the beep or some something that where you're comfortable and when you feel good. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as you hear that beep, you start digging for whatever it was. You look, it's not what you thought it was. You throw, throw it, it back, back down, down and you get back on the detector again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole reason you were seeking out about crypto and stocks is because it sound like there's what in it? Money. Money. <sighs> something that'll make you feel good if you got it. Yes. And if that's why he tells us that we must treasure him. Yeah. Yeah. 
because mm-hmm. you only gonna seek what you treasure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If a person don't treasure God, they never gonna seek Him. Right. So they gonna go to church, but they not really looking for Him. Right. What are they looking for? What they treasure? Yeah. yeah. There's people that treasure peace more than the Prince of Peace. Hmm. <laughs> so when you treasure peace more than the prince of peace guess what you're going to be looking for peace, peace yeah. and you're going to go wherever peace is right so people will spend more time in the yoga studio than they will on their knees because the sense of peace Crazy. is better than no peace mm. and people right. will take the sense of peace more than the actual truth of peace right because peace must be prepared in us yeah not put on us Right. Not prepared for us. They must be prepared in, in us. This is some good yeah. stuff. <laughs> and I, I I would gladly talk with a 20 and a 16 year old every day because we get into the things that matter. Right. And the thing, part of the thing that I realized about breaking programming mm-hmm. instead of generational curses. Generational curses. <laughs> Part of the thing about breaking programming is you got to focus on perfecting the beta. Mm-hmm. And I know this is great to get real techy, but for those people who who have operating systems, you got to know that before they release a full version of the operating system, they release betas. These betas are early versions of the process, the software that needs to get the kinks worked out. So, the software that is currently used is already old because the programmers are working on a new system. Yeah. Guess what you guys are? Old system? Y'all the betas. Young people are the betas. You're the system that's being worked on. Oh, we're the new systems. Yeah. The problem is people, it's like the government is still using, some of them still using Windows XP. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> some are old Some of them still using Windows 2000. Yeah. They still want old systems because they're reliable, mm-hmm. right. but they're not the best. But it's what they're used to. And it's what they're used it's to. What they're used to. So when we look at church systems right now, mm-hmm. they're reliable and they're what we're used to, but they ain't the best. Mm-hmm. They need to be upgraded. And I realize you can't upgrade it talking with old people. Real church. <laughs> you can't upgrade it talking with old people. Yeah. You got upgraded by talking to the future. So when I'm dead and gone, you guys got it. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about y'all. I'm 40 years old. The people that was I was under, they are older. They in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. We dying out. Right. And they, they're doing their part. They're raising up more people that are leaning on a very reliable but outdated system. Mm-hmm. And if we don't start thinking more critical about ourselves, about our churches, about our homes, if we don't start doing that, we're going to be another generation of an old system. Yeah. yeah, and that goes along with what we were talking about earlier, about being comfortable. It's like all of this, I, I don't know about y'all, but being a Christian, it's all uncomfortable. But, it's so uncomfortable, man. But it's necessary. A it lot of the necessary. things we do are necessary. It is a necessary pattern. Yeah. Pattern mm-hmm. myself after the kingdom. So I yield the outcomes that are very predictable mm-hmm. of yeah. the kingdom. He told me. Yeah. He said, what does he say? Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. All these things be added unto you. He said, keep your mind stayed on me and I'll keep you in what? Perfect, Perfect peace. peace. He said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean mm-hmm. out to your understanding. He'll direct your path. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, in all thy ways. Acknowledge, acknowledge him. him. Right. He tells us. He said, uh, uh, count it all joy. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So what else? Come on, give me some other. Oh, it's a bunch of it. All of it yields something according to a pattern I must program myself to. Yeah. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the and devil. resist the devil. He, he will, will flee. flee. You can't tell the devil to flee and you want him. <laughs> you want the patterns of this world, but you want to say no to the devil. How does that work? Yeah. You cannot. It's just the funny thing about people bad mouthing Bill Gates about the whole vaccine thing. Yeah. And oh, he's trying to put chips in our arm. Okay, everything that Bill Gates has touched and is influenced, I'm going to need you to not use. <laughs> so since you don't want his vaccine, don't use his machinery. Close that desktop because I mean, if he if he's on the ground where he wants chips in your blood, that's like people. Lord knows what that desktop doing <laughs> in your house. That's like people trying to. No, nah, I ain't gonna say that. But they won't take it that far. You can say it. All right, you know how some of our community. Black folks be trying to talk about some of the corporations and stuff like that. Corporations, like yes. Nike and stuff, as uh-huh. racist as all Chick Fil A and all that. Whoever, you know what I'm saying? Random. They got one. a belly full of Chick Fil A. <laughs> they got Polynesian sauce on their breath. They got Chick Fil A sauce on their breath. They got Nikes on, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever corporation. It don't just got to be. Doesn't but matter. It, yeah, but but it, there's a there's a fork tongue element to it, right? Say, yeah. yeah, saying we're not gonna. Oh, uh, we need to. Uh, fight back against these type of people that right. own these stuff, but so we're you still got gonna people wear that. Say, yeah. uh, they say I got the, the Satan under my feet, but they operate by the patterns of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he don't even care that you bad mouth him. No more than Bill Gates care. Yeah, <laughs> y'all can talk about whatever you want. I, when I look at my bank account, I'm seeing the very people who say they hate me supporting <laughs> me. <laughs> That's all those people. We and what you think Satan said? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. The reality is, bro, they, this was such a great conversation I know it seemed like it was very fast but we had already talked for like 40 something minutes okay. but I appreciate it because I think they, we're challenging ourselves and I'm wrapping it up because the heavens has opened up right. <laughs> it's starting <laughs> to rain but uh, I love this conversation I love what um, you guys have brought up and we'll, we'll finish this another time like I, I, I still didn't get to a other conversation to have but we will get to it soon but prepare yourselves for that thank you so much Earl and Erica no problem was it cool for you guys yeah 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 rain rain go Just away like a normal conversation we always <laughs> have shout out to you guys real church matters god bless